Are you like millions across the country concerned about blood pressure, heart health, or energy levels? Meet Berkeley Life, a once-a-day supplement that supports healthy circulation and may help maintain a healthy heart. Berkeley Life is scientifically developed to boost nitric oxide, a signaling molecule your body naturally produces that helps maintain a healthy cardiovascular system. Berkeley Life is a 100% drug-free supplement without the nasty side effects of prescription drugs. It's one of my personal solutions to maintain cardiovascular health and vitality throughout the day. Berkeley Life also has a test strip that allows you to track your nitric oxide production as you supplement. If you're worried about blood pressure, now is the time to try Berkeley Life. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman at checkout for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life Nitric Oxide Support Supplements. agewellbl.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's the opportunity to field your questions. Questions come to us via radio program at AOL.com. With me today, Layla Muden, who is our nutritionist in residence as usual. She co-hosts Q&A with Layla, appropriately enough, since her name is, after all, Layla. So, uh, it's Hey, folks, it's not just a, a song by... Um, uh, Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we get to questions, you know, it, interesting uh, thing happening is that there is a big boom in plastic surgery. And part of it, I think, is, yeah. you know, the people are ready to go back to the doctor again. They're ready to go back to, uh, you know, travel and so on and so on. And mm-hmm. they're emerging from isolation. Uh and uh, they also had maybe some more discretionary dollars because they couldn't spend money, you know, perhaps during the, yeah. the, the lockdown. And so... Couldn't go to restaurants, couldn't travel. Maybe some people got... Let's pe- go get some plastic surgery. Yeah, okay. got some PP. But uh, <coughs> part of it is also, I think, the with the uh, removal of masks, uh, people are becoming more self-conscious. Maybe they're mm-hmm. seeing themselves more, uh, yeah. you know, because the masks uh, could uh, conceal a lot of... The defects. Yes. And uh, so I think that's definitely happening. There's an article here in uh, Science Daily. Selfies may drive plastic surgery by distorting facial features. You know, it's one of the things that bothers me about uh, selfies Mm -hmm. is that they distort. And I, you know, sometimes it's like, take a selfie because you're like at a certain place, you know, and you want it, the background of whatever, Mm -hmm. the Eiffel Tower or Mount Rushmore or something like that. Yeah. And then you take a selfie and it's like, Ugh, you know, it, especially if you hold the camera too close, because oh, if sure. you get a little bit of that fisheye effect, yes. so it exact like my nose really isn't that big, right? You know, certain aspects widen on the on the lens, and then you know you've got more high definition TV, mm-hmm. and you have more high definition uh, devices, mm-hmm. you know, more pixels, and so they're they're less forgiving in yes. terms of uh, the images that they yeah. render, and I think more and more people are on Zoom calls, and I find it very distracting on a Zoom call to see myself. Yeah, I do I, too. Because I keep looking at myself. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. do I look cool? Or like, you know. 
you know, how's my lighting? You're a little self-conscious. It's like, it's like, Do I look okay like this? It's like, does this lighting make me look old? Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. So I think that's part of what's driving it. it, it, it what they say here is mm-hmm. uh, cell phones, selfies, distort facial features, an effect that may be driving an uptick in requests for plastic surgery. And especially among young people who live and die for, you know, TikTok and Instagram and they're taking a lot of pictures of themselves. Uh, they don't like their noses, they don't like their ears, you know, etc. And so they want to get it fixed. Um, selfies showed significant distortions. They actually did an analysis of this. On average, the nose appeared 6.4% longer on 12-inch selfies and 4.3% longer on 18-inch selfies. So keep that in mind. Pinocchio nose yeah, on selfies. Exactly. Oh, my. Uh, there was also a 12% decrease in the length of the chin. So it, 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 it actually makes your chin look receding, which makes you look... Kind of Neanderthal. Totally. Uh, on their, That's on quite a distortion. 12% on a 12-inch uh, inch selfie. And there was a substantial 17% increase in the ratio of nose to chin length. Mm. So you have bigger nose and smaller chin. So I don't feel so bad now with these lousy pictures oh now that I know what's really going on here. Uh, this was in, by the way, in a, in a, a plastic surgery journal, plastic and reconstructive surgery <laughs> uh, journal for, uh, I guess it was uh, February 2022. Oh, talk about a, a demographic for yeah, plastic surgery. But it, I mean, it is driving, uh, it, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I think good plastic surgery, conservatively done, can be really enhance a person's self image. Absolutely. But I have to say, I've yeah. seen uh, some people, you know, you know, like uh, in a market or in a you know drugstore or something, and uh, I turn the corner and suddenly I'm I'm face to face with what is a very synthetic face, and it's it's completely featureless. Uh, it features kind of that duck lip thing, that upturned lip thing, uh-huh. and uh, very uh, you know bobbed nose kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's such a tell that they've had plastic surgery of a very generic kind. I see some features in women who have had plastic surgery right. of them looking the same. Mm-hmm. Like the lips there's, were filled the there's same the way. Yeah. There's yeah. something about the eyes, something about... I'm like, why did you make everybody look alike? Right. It's, it's Almost. Exactly. There's an ideal and then, you know, it's in the eye of the plastic surgeon in a way to yeah. create the aesthetic and if that's the predominant aesthetic, they're going to Basically, stamp ideal, all the all the right, features that way, yeah. but not the unique. What, right, it, it takes. I want to say it takes away the self, but the character. Because now everybody's lips are the same. Of yeah. who had this procedure? It's like you could tell just by looking. Oh, you've had work done. But I wonder if it's at the instigation of the patient sometimes is that drives you know successive attempts at plastic surgery, sure. which ultimately eradicate your features. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, there are people that go in and get Botox regularly. Yeah. Because it only lasts so long, just not to have. Right. But at least that's reversible. But, it is yeah, reversible, yeah. and it's not very extreme or anything right. like that. But, um, but you know, really look, I'm not, I'm not averse to it. I'm not uh, either. I just I'm not. think that, uh, you know, especially with people with health problems or, you know, uh, as a way to, uh, if they want to lose weight, you know, maybe it's best to undertake a health program and then get the plastic surgery because yeah. it's more likely to succeed, less complications, better True. healing, True. you know, to take nutritional supplements, reduce mm-hmm. inflammation, and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I know people who have greatly benefited from plastic surgery in terms of how they feel about themselves. And I, I'm all for that. I'm mm-hmm. all for that as long as they're not hurting themselves. Right. It's, 
Uh, it's just that, uh, you know, be uh, a little cautious. Yes. And, you know, and then there's a form of this kind of the Michael Jackson syndrome is a form of yeah. BDD, body dysmorphic disorder, mm-hmm. where it never is right. It's never good enough. So get more, I mean. Yeah. And, and I actually, uh, I knew, uh, I had a family member who was a plastic surgeon, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he uh, was a young plastic surgeon, and he was like the assistant to the really top Hollywood plastic surgeon. He was kind mm-hmm. of like doing his apprenticeship with a top Hollywood plastic surgeon. Wow. And he said, you know, he would go to the star's homes. He would do house calls and do, admit, do a little procedure, a little nip and tuck kind of yeah. mild, like a little Botox injection. There was Botox a series injection. called Nip and Tuck. Oh, yeah. That was a big series. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, uh, it was about the guys who originated plastic yeah. surgery back in Texas, you know. Uh, but the, uh, he, he said that he would, he would, before a big event like the Oscars or something, he would, he would be very busy because he'd have to make house calls. He'd drive to these, you know, like, oh, they'd open their, uh, mm-hmm. electronic gates and let him in, you know, uh-huh. and then he would do a little, procedure on them to touch them up before touch them up yeah i think it's a regular thing among hollywood stars especially women to touch them up before the aging happens so okay. to speak mm-hmm. you know they're having they're getting ahead of it's almost like aging prevention mm-hmm. to some degree yeah, but it, it whether creates, it's it lines, creates, whether it's brown spots it, it just where it creates a mono look there's sort of a mono look yeah. Yeah. You know, where it's it's very um, same. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was just commenting on the medical trend. You know, when, st- when it comes to plastic surgery, we also tell people to take uh, things like uh, high-dose uh, Wobenzyme. Yes. Uh, you know, which is anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. but also has a sort of an anti-swelling effect. The bioflavonoids yes. in there are helps helpful. With, help you know. with, helps with any scar tissue. Mm-hmm. To, uh, and some, any some scar uh, tissue. cosmetic, plastic and cosmetic surgeons are attuned to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Yep. Yeah. Good. So, on to questions. Yes. We have one from Valerie. I've been using glucosamine chondroitin, and you had a researcher on your program that said it was important to take an absorbable brand, and the recommendation was, was doctor's uh, Dr. Best. Neil Levin. Oh, okay. Neil Levin of Protocol for Life. Balance. Balance. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. So, I've been using it. For decades, but now I find out that Doctors Best, uh, they had a class action lawsuit against them. It was settled. They were mislabeling their product as containing glucosamine sulfate when it actually contained glucosamine hydrochloride and potassium sulfate. I have two questions. Can you recommend an alternative? And number two, are either glucosamine hydrochlorate or potassium sulfate bad for you? Well, I don't think they're bad. I think it's just that based on efficacy studies, Mm -hmm. which I think are fairly recent, yeah. Uh, because they basically said, you know, the, when I first got into this, which is in the 1990s, uh, Jason Theodosakis wrote a book uh, called The Arthritis Cure, where he highlighted glucosamine. And so that's launched the glucosamine revolution when yeah. people got into glucosamine. We basically thought that uh, glucosamine sulfate and glucosamine hydrochloride were fungible, were interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that the, I don't even know the difference in the sourcing, but I believe that the hydrochloride may be derived from shellfish, and the sulfate may be derived from bovine sources. Okay. But um, which may be a, a kosher consideration. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the hydrochloride material is cheaper, so mm-hmm. maybe that was a rationale for using that in the the doctor's best product. And I think that they got wrapped not on toxicity, yeah. but on a, a false claim—a a claim, claim that it was it contained uh, this when it contained that. that. And that, 
And then in addition, the ingredient which it contained was, mm -hmm. according to studies, less efficacious than... So yeah. glucosamine hydrochloride being less efficacious than... than glucosamine sulfate. Yeah. 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 But, you know, look, I'm also not happy about lawsuits like that because, you know, it multi-million dollar settlement so that the hundreds of thousands of customers, they each get like, you know, $7, a check for $7.29, and the attorneys get a third of the multi-million dollar settlement. Yeah. So to the consumer, maybe they get a refund or something on, you know, a bottle that they bought. But um, mm. it's, it's, it's just, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, a huge boon for the, for the, the attorneys. Yeah. And these class action suits... I guess their way of kind of keeping supple, uh, supplement companies and other companies honest, but in terms of the actual impact on consumers who've yeah. been hoodwinked, mm -hmm. uh, not a big thing. Yeah. So, Valerie, not, don't, not to worry, you can... Oh, and would you recommend an alternative for the uh, glucosamine chondroitin? We know that protocol for life balance is... Uh, yeah, it's they pretty have, good. It's on full script. Yep. As well, they're they have a glucosamine chondroitin. chondroitin. Mm -hmm. uh, there's some evidence that chondroitin works alone, uh, but mm. there's some evidence that it should be teamed with glucosamine. Yeah. And uh, there's also some a little bit of evidence that glucosamine may have some anti-wrinkle effects, which makes mm. sense mm -hmm. because it is a building block for collagen. Okay. And so it's thought that... Uh, you know, it may help the supporting structure of the face mm -hmm. you know, while we're talking about plastic mm -hmm. surgery. And then there are formulations not just with glucosamine chondroitin, but also containing MSM, which is also... Which is a important. synergist. And then there's um, uh, the um, uh, other constituents like UC2, mm. and um, you know, which has an anti-arthritis effect potentially. And then there's the whole issue of collagen. Well, collagen alone, certain types of collagen, because mm -hmm. glucosamine and chondroitin are sort of uh, molecules that are building blocks for collagen, but they're not collagen. Yeah. And certain types of collagen maybe fed into the system will have a good effect. Yeah. But that, uh, you know, we discussed it with uh, Neil Levin. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, I think he had a pretty good sense. Uh, that company, Protocol for Life Balance, has a pretty good sense of which types of collagen are most efficacious. Mm -hmm. Interesting stuff. Good point of which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors this brief opportunity to share a message with you. So here it is. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce the Plus CBD Reserve Collection, a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products elicit strong feelings of calm, comfort and relief when intense support is needed. Enjoy a deeper CBD experience with Plus CBD's reserve collection of oils and gummies. All of their products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. And with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection. 
Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They, of course, are what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you through their underwriting. And now back to our questions. We've got one from Fran. She wants to know, what do you think of Zip Slim? My husband is considering taking Zip Slim packets of powder to help him lose weight. It's supposed to speed up his metabolism. Now, she sent us a photo of this, which is kind of distorted, but I was able to read much of it. Uh, one type of packet includes caffeine and the other is caffeine-free. There are quite large amounts of some vitamins and minerals. What are your thoughts? The theory is that the combination of supplements will indeed cause weight loss. My husband is 73 years old, has several cardiac stents, has an enlarged prostate. Should we be concerned about him taking this product? Well, you should be concerned from the standpoint that it lacks efficacy. Yeah. Because there really is not... You can't supplement your way to weight loss. No, you can't. I, I mean, I, I refuse to uh, endorse supplements that promote weight loss yeah. because the science isn't there. There's a little bit of a science on, you know, caffeine, yeah. but then caffeine has other deleterious effects. True. So it, it may somewhat speed the metabolism, but I wish I had a buck for everyone yeah. who's obese who drinks a lot of coffee. Um, there's some evidence on green tea, EGCG, which I don't even think is sure. an ingredient in this, is it? I don't think EGCG is here, but it does have... Your basic vitamins, it's got some chromium, some milk thistle, quercetin, None of those alpha things that really are, are reputed to no, cause weight loss. they're not. Although chromium, Rhodiola, cro- ginger. chromium, chromium and uh, alpha lipoic acid may have some anti-diabetic effects. Yes. But yes. that doesn't mean you'll lose weight by right. taking it. Oh, you know what's interesting? When you look at the section where it says other ingredients, the first ingredient is organic cane sugar. Interesting. Well, that will keep you from losing weight. Yeah, this is probably not a great idea. No, it's not a great idea. I mean, idea I think the best aspect of it is the name. What is it called? It's called Zip Slim. There you go. I imagine a zipper. Right. Slim, like fitting into those jeans you couldn't fit into <laughs> or something like. Delicious tasting blackberry lemonade. Blackberry lemonade sounds delicious, but yeah. Uh, there is no magic bullet, Fran. If there was, we, we'd, be, we'd be promoting it. Right. If it were so. Yeah, I think it's... False, false gold. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you for your very thoughtful question. Um, this comes from Tom. Good evening, Dr. Hoffman. Well, it's not from Tom because Tom is a 54-year-old woman, unless her name is Tom. And unfortunately, Like a boy named Sue, a, a girl <laughs> named Tom. Maybe, maybe. And unfortunately, despite being on a strict diet and supplements for the past four months, my cholesterol is 300 and growing instead of going down. My neuropathic doctor... Naturopathic. Naturopathic doctor suggested drugs lowering cholesterol at this point. I like to stay away from them and try to find out why this happens. Is there anything else that I could do? I think, first of all, it's kind of curious that a naturopathic doctor would say, gee, I can't do anything about lowering your cholesterol anymore. Now you should take drugs. That's not a great naturopath. No, because... well. Even if he can't, and even if if natural things won't lower the cholesterol, yeah. it's not always important to lower cholesterol, yes. even of 300, right. which sounds like, oh my goodness, you know, pull the yeah. ripcord. But uh, yeah. in this person, we don't know all the other factors yeah. in, that build up to her cardiovascular risk. And we don't have, an, uh, you know, as I so often mention, an EBT heart scan to see if she has any buildup of calcium whatsoever mm-hmm. in her coronary arteries. Right. And if she doesn't, then she, like many women as they age, 
they have high cholesterol, but they also have high protective HDL. Yes. And they, it's actually past the age of 70, the higher your cholesterol, the longer you're going to live, especially uh, as a woman. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay. So show me a woman with a cholesterol. Show me a woman. <laughs> I've got cholesterol of, of more than, oh, that's good. I got scrapbooks of these women. I just keep turning the pages. Cholesterol 305. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't want to get a Mitt Romney thing. <laughs> a scrapbooks of women? A binder of women is a binder, what A binder, a binder. A binder, binder, right. Oh, uh, my gosh. Right. Uh, no, but we see so many, don't we see women who, yeah. many of whom have, and they're and the same apprehension is like, oh, my goodness, the doctor wants to put me on a statin. You know, uh, do you think I need, I can't, what can I take naturally to lower, lower exactly. my cholesterol? First question is, do you need to lower your cholesterol? Right. And then we, and then if indeed, like, and we have seen some people like, oh, the cholesterol's high. Even with a high HDL, we saw a person the other, I guess, woman or a man, I, okay. somebody last week, was it, who mm-hmm. had a high HDL and a yes. high cholesterol, but also uh, also had multiple sclerosis, that person. Yes. And, yes, she, yes, yes, and yes. she had plaque. Right. And so it was a bit of a concern, mm-hmm. you know, that... Uh, that, that was consequential, that that cholesterol was... Con- so you don't always yes. know, even with a high HDL, that it's protective. Right. So, but by means of an EBT heart scan, we determined that she might have some risk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it made, makes more sense to use things like uh, bergamot and or mm-hmm. um, reduced rice or a prescription medication. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even if the naturopath, uh, you know, reduced rice works pretty well to lower cholesterol, mm-hmm. generally... Mm-hmm. That still has some statin in it. But it's, it's statin-like. It, I, it's statin-like, I'm not right. a big fan because once you decide you want to lower cholesterol, do you want to do it from the health food store or you want to do it from the drugstore? The other important thing to look at is particle size. We have a number right. of 300, but we don't know anything about that 300. Right. And is the LDL cholesterol, is it a small, dense pattern B? Is it a big, fluffy pattern A, which is desirable? You have to look at all of is that. Is LP, LP little a. LP little a. Where I get a little more aggressive in lowering cholesterol yeah. because that's a risk factor mm-hmm. that is kind of immutable. It doesn't change that easily with uh, lifestyle or diet or supplements. Yeah. There has been some research but little impact from vitamin C or stearic acid. Niacin. Which is a type niacin of will lower it, But then niacin has not been proven yeah. helpful in reducing cardiovascular risk. Yeah. It will lower cholesterol, but it, the end point is do people have less uh, uh, need for stents? Do yeah. they have heart attacks? Do they? I, I'm also bothered by everybody being concerned about their cholesterol, but nobody discusses triglycerides. Mm-hmm. I think that's a much more important number. Upcoming article next Upcoming week. Or, ah. I have you, you stole my thunder. Oh, no. That's going to be the next newsletter article. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah on triglycerides. On triglycerides. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. It's often... Either forgotten about, it's like the, you know, what is it, the red-haired stepchild and, or something? And, like, and I did why a, aren't they looking at just that? Just looking ahead on that, I did a review yeah. of medications that are specifically targeted to lower triglycerides. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of controversy about them because they will lower your triglycerides. Yeah. But they don't reduce cardiovascular risk long term. Uh-huh. So they, they fix the numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's there's an old uh, movie from 1943 with, I think, Errol Flynn. They died with their boots on. Mm-hmm. And I paraphrase it. They died with their numbers on. <laughs> you know, we fixed the blood pressure and the blood sugar and we fixed the cholesterol. And then at, at the end, you're, you're still dead. They had all those numbers, but they're still dead. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> right. my gosh. Yeah, so triglycerides, <clears throat> lipoprotein little A, lowering any inflammation. 
how, and how often do we do a second opinion for a person like that in the practice? Often. All the time. You know, All like, the time. The, maybe the like patient, two, three, two, three times a month. Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. They'll come in, my doc, help. Yeah. My doctor wants to put me on a statin. Mm-hmm. Help. I don't want to go on a statin. Mm-hmm. I feel like kind of King Solomon sitting yeah. there. Like I'm like, it's like I'm the, you know, the, 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 the judge of last resort, you know, the <laughs> Supreme Court justice uh-huh. to make that determination. Yeah. But I have to say, sometimes I say, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I think you really need the protection. We need to lower your yeah. cholesterol. But now, what do we do in the case of somebody who's really intolerant of statins? Like, they can't walk up the uh, stairs. That happened, what do we do? And that happened with that person with the high cholesterol. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to work on all the methods to lower cardiovascular risk, short of artificially lowering cholesterol. So, yes. need fish oil, need CoQ10, mm-hmm. need magnesium, yes. need any inflammatory stuff like... Uh, curcumin. Curcumin, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And... You know, so the, uh, perhaps resveratrol is, you know, yes. some uh, evidence that that may, vitamin K2, vitamin you know, a kyolic aged garlic extract. Yes, 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 know, yes, which, yes, yes. So we, we said, look, mm-hmm. even if I gave her red yeast rice, it's, it's statin like, mm-hmm. chances are she would have some of those side effects. So she tried five different statin drugs. Yeah. And she, they just knocked her out. Yeah. 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 Crestor is a statin too, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Right? yeah. Is that the most tolerated statin, though, for some it can reason be, or not? It can be dosed really low. Yeah. Five milligram. Yeah. Five milligram or right. something like that. Okay. Okay. So, best of luck to you, Tom. Wow. All right. We've got an email here from Tal. Will you comment on the JAMA Network published study of March 25th, which found that any level of alcohol consumption increased risk of cardiovascular issues yes that's a, okay that's yeah. a good uh, uh, preview of what we'll talk about in part two because yes. we're running a little short on time for this mm-hmm. segment in part two we'll take up that question uh, alcohol yay or nay for cardiovascular protection I'm dr. Ronald Hoffman today with Layla mutant because it's our weekly Q&A with Layla and you can get into Q&A with Layla come directly into the doctor's office with your question by emailing it to radioprogram at aol.com. We'll be happy to address your question as soon as we get it. 